Hello and welcome to the Live From Rest podcast. This is season three, episode four, entitled It Is Well. I'm Steve Smith, your host. I'm the co-founder of Live From Rest along with my son Josh. I'm also the author of the Live From Rest Christian Meditation app. If you don't already have this app, please download it now and experience meditation rooted in the way of Jesus. In these podcasts, we like to take time to explore the ancient art of being. And today, I want to reflect for a few moments on the subject, it is well with my soul. A few weeks ago, a very good friend of mine called Paul Stock made a recording of a hymn, which is a great favorite of ours. It's called, It Is Well With My Soul. It's a song that Paul and I sang together many years ago when we were both missionaries in Pakistan. And uh, I know it's a song that many of you will love, and it's now on our app. So if you're used to the app, you'll know where the songs section is, and you can hear a meditation um, that leads into Paul singing the song, It Is Well With My Soul. The, the theme of this song, It Is Well, just seems to have come up a few times in recent days. And after a prayer meeting this morning, I thought, actually, I'm going to do a podcast on this. One of the ladies in our prayer meeting said that God had impressed this song on her four or five times in the last couple of weeks. And uh, many of you will know the hymn, some of you may not. And if you do know the hymn, I wonder whether you know the story that lies behind it. The hymn, It Is Well, was written by a man named Horatio Gates Spafford, who was born in New York in October 1828. Horatio became a businessman and he invested very heavily in property in Chicago. And in 1871, the Great Chicago Fire destroyed just about all of his property, all of his business. He was going then through a time of enormous financial difficulty. Two years later, he and his wife Anna planned a vacation in Europe along with their four daughters, which was to include hearing uh, Horatio's good friend D.L. Moody preach in England. Anna and the four girls went ahead of Horatio. For some reason, Horatio had to stay back to deal with some business issues. And very sadly and tragically, the boat that they were sailing on, the, the steamship V du Havre, collided with another vessel really mysteriously because apparently it was a clear night. And on the 22nd of November, 1873, Horatio and Anna's four daughters were drowned along, along with many others. Anna reached England and she sent a very simple telegram to Horatio with the words, saved alone. Horatio quickly made arrangements to go over to Europe himself. And on the trip, it's um, reportedly at the site of the collision, he wrote the words, that became this wonderful hymn. He wrote these words, When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. And the final, the wonderful final verses, And Lord, haste the day when faith shall be sight, the clouds be rolled back as a scroll, 
the trump shall resound and the Lord shall descend. Even so, it is well with my soul. So Horatio Spafford wrote these words in the midst of unbearable tragedy. And he's taught us, as the Bible also teaches, that whatever circumstances we may be in, there is always, always hope. And um, you'll know this verse from Romans chapter 8. Paul writes, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed in us. And Paul was qualified to talk about suffering. He himself went through incredible difficulties. He writes about them in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. This is, this is what Paul writes about the difficulties that he himself went through. He said, five times I received the 40 lashes less one. That, that's 39 lashes, which was designed to be one lash less than, than the amount needed to kill someone. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I was adrift at sea. On frequent journeys, in danger from rivers, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers, in toil and hardship, through many a sleepless night, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure, and apart from all other things, there is daily the pressure on me of my anxiety for all the churches. So Paul, Paul really knew what it was to go through a hard time, as maybe some of us listening to this do, but yet Paul said, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that's to be revealed to us. So as I was saying, this, this whole theme has come up repeatedly and it came up in a meeting, a prayer meeting that I had with some friends this morning. And we were praying for some very difficult situations. And, and one particular friend has suffered great loss, um, great tragedy in his family. And he's, he and his wife are going through great strain at the moment, really very, very difficult business difficulties, financial challenges. And so we were praying into that situation. And whilst we prayed, I had a picture in my mind of scales. And, I, and I'm talking about the old-fashioned scales where there's, where there's two sides, the left and the right. And, and I believe that, in a, in a sense, we all have these scales where we, on one side, have the good things that are happening to us, and on the other side, we have the bad and when the bad things outweigh the good things, and I'm talking about the things that are in our mind, when the bad things that we're aware of and conscious of outweigh the good things, then life is tough. And when the good things that we're thinking about and aware of sort of outweigh the bad things, then life is okay. But I, I believe that it's possible for each one of us to have an eternal perspective that will change any and every situation, however difficult or challenging. And in relation to the scales, if we have an awareness of the glory that we have coming to us as children of God, that surely will outweigh any challenge. And, and I don't say that glibly. I, I know for some people that's a really hard thing to hear. But somehow we've got to strive to have that eternal perspective that will change every situation. 
a while ago, um, I did a, did a podcast which we called Gratitude, A Path to Joy. And if this is speaking to you, you might want to look it up. It was season one, episode seven. Because I was really interested, and I still am, in the, the way in which gratitude is a major factor in good mental health. And if you want to listen to that podcast, you can hear about a study that I looked into where we found that people who, who practiced who, who chose to practice gratitude ended up having better mental health scores than those that didn't. So I just want to encourage, I'm going to encourage myself, honestly, I'm, I'm saying this to myself because it's just so easy for all of us to slip into an awareness of the challenges that, that, that face us, the difficulties. Some of them are severe, some of them are not so severe. But, it, but the danger for us and, and for our mental health and our spiritual well-being is that the awareness of the difficulties outweighs the awareness that we have of, of the great things that we all have as followers of Jesus, as children of God. And so the goal, the goal for me, for all of us, has to be to have an increased awareness of, of, of the glory that we're all heading for. And uh, if, if we can have that eternal perspective, I really do believe that that will change your situation and mine. So Paul, he goes on to write in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, he writes, writes these words, So we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. I mean, hear that again. Paul uses these words for this light and momentary affliction, and and again, you know, Paul really knew what it was to suffer. I've read that list, and and we know we know from the Acts of the Apostles that Paul went through terrible times, and he described his afflictions as light and momentary. So somehow, let's try and get our challenges and our difficulties in perspective. And Paul goes on to to write these words, and I'll, and I'll read verse seventeen again for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond comparison as we look not to the things that are seen but to the things that are unseen for the things that are seen are transient but the things that are unseen are eternal and i just pray that you listening to this will have a renewed perspective of the eternal glory that god's got for you as his son and his daughter. So may the Lord bless you to have that eternal perspective that you may be able to view the things of God that are unseen and thereby find hope and joy. I was interested just to read the end of Horatio and Anna's story. They later moved to Jerusalem where Horatio was to die just before the age of 60 from malaria. And uh, they went on to have more grief. They had a, a son born to them who sadly died at the age of three months and two children that thankfully survived into maturity. They started a great work in Jerusalem rescuing orphans and they set up an orphanage which later became a children's hospital. So God has mightily used that family both in terms of their, the legacy of the hospital as well as the legacy of that wonderful hymn. And again, I encourage you to listen to, to Paul's singing of It Is Well With My Soul on our Live From Rest app in the songs section. If you, if you enjoy Paul's music, you might want to get in touch with him. 
and you can write to me and I'll gladly put you in touch. And thanks again for listening to the Live From Rest podcast. And I encourage you to keep in touch and rate us if you enjoy what you're listening to and pass us on to friends. God bless you all. Bye for now.